Welcome to the Ascended Life Podcast. I am Chris Hardman, and I am here with Micah. Hey, what's up, everyone? And I hope you are having a good start to 2021. It's been a couple weeks for us. Got a little busy with the holidays. Yeah. Did, you, did you do anything fun? Uh, just, well, yeah, so spent time with family, and then uh, we went down to Las Vegas because my grandma lives down there. So uh, spent almost a week down in Vegas. Uh, it was pretty good. Good. You missed our outdoor workout because of that. Yeah, I was half sad and half okay with it. <laughs> he still did it though, right? You did it. Yeah. Yeah, I did it. So, you know, he's dedicated. <laughs> good things. It was rough. I'm still sore from it, by the way. It's been like five yeah, me days. me too, actually. I so. work out a lot and I'm still sore from it. <laughs> like, yeah. How is it? it was... T- tell them what you made us do since it was your idea. <laughs> well, so I kind of modified the idea that I saw. Basically, I saw someone post and said they did, uh, they made people do 20 burpees just in a room, and then you run to the another to a different corner of the room and do 19 burpees, and then a different corner of the room, and 18 all the way down until you just do one burpee. But where we just do it outdoors, I thought, we'll just do 20 burpees, do a small sprint, and then 19, and then sprint 18 all the way down. So that was the workout, but uh, I did not, I seriously underestimated how hard it would be. Yeah, it was rough, but it was good. Yeah. It was a good workout. Yeah, I think my shoulders have never felt like this. Like, I think just the shock from doing them so much, especially because I used to squat down put my hands on the ground, kick my feet back and do a push-up. But now I've been just like dropping down into the push-up. And I think the, like the shock of hitting the ground so much is like completely new to my body. And so my shoulders were just like beat up for the next few days. What that workout did for me is really hit home that I have the Spartan race. I really need to nail the obstacles because I do not want to do burpees. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I hate them so much. Yep. I really hate them. <laughs> yeah, and for after a while, it's not that they're really hard on your muscles. They're almost harder for me, at least, just with my breathing. Like, if I do 10 or 15 burpees, uh, I'm breathing so heavy. It's so hard to get enough oxygen after that. But I'm not sore after 10 or 15 or anything. It's just, it really takes the wind out of me. Yeah, it's the same for me. It's a good cardio exercise. Yeah. That was really like a perfect Spartan workout. Yeah. It was like uh, cardio endurance, strength endurance. Mentally, it sucked. So you had to get through that. (laughs) Yeah. Just keep going. It's perfect. Good job, Micah. Thanks. (laughs) Anyone else want to try it? Go ahead. You'll regret it. But you'll also be proud. You'll love it when it's over. Yeah. You'll hate it while you're doing it. (laughs) But that leads us in to our topic this week, 
because we're so sore, we thought we would talk about recovery and different recovery options after working out. Yeah. This yep. was Micah's idea. It's a good idea. Uh, <laughs> a lot of people, a lot of people are wondering about that, especially as we start 2021 and you have people working out for the first time, maybe ever, or at least in years. And they're really sore and they want to know how they can recover quickly and get back, get back to work. Yeah. Well, and especially it's just so important because like rest and recovery gets so overlooked. Like people get so excited to get in the gym and push themselves hard that they spend their whole time doing that. And then they just completely neglect recovery. And so it just leads to injury and time out of the gym and just makes it all around, like makes your progress slower. It does. I have a, well, well, so to start the new year, I'm doing 75 hard. And as part of that, you do two 45 minute workouts every single day for 75 days. And that's the biggest thing I dislike about it because I've always had one or two days a week, just solely devoted to recovery where I'm just doing like foam rollers and stretching and walking and my massage gun and like all recovery things which we'll talk about uh, individual ways to recover in a little bit, but I hate not having a recovery day. I feel so tired. Yeah. Well, I was actually going to ask you if you have, if you do like a dedicated rest day or recovery day, because like, so I usually have uh, Sunday is usually my, my rest day. I don't run and I usually don't go to the gym. If I've missed a lot of days during the week, I will, but usually Sunday is my rest day. And, uh, Maybe I'll do some light activity, like if I'm with my brothers. But for the most part, I take it really easy on Sundays. But do you do, so you usually do have a dedicated rest day? I usually rest on Wednesday, Wednesday or Monday. It depends on my program. I don't like to go to the gym on Monday here because for whatever reason, it is insane at any time of the day on Monday. So I try and avoid the gym on Monday just because it's so packed, but I'll either rest on Monday and Wednesday, or um, I always rest on Sunday. So it's like Sunday and some combination of Monday and Wednesday. Okay. Cool. Usually Wednesday, though. Yeah. But it's good, and I miss it. <laughs> and I, I mean, even now, I guess, doing 75 hard, like on Sunday just for religious reasons, I'm not looking to do something crazy. So my two 45 minute workouts are like walking and stretching or something, you know, yeah, so yeah. it's still, it's still mostly a recovery day, but it's just not, it's not quite the same. Yeah. Well, I mean, I would say even on a rest day, you should do something like stretching or like something light. You shouldn't just sit all day or lay in your bed all day. Uh, that's kind of like that's rest but it doesn't really help prepare you to work harder right after that it's active recovery yeah yep which is much better than just sitting there doing absolutely nothing so yep um so i know you had some recovery options you wanted to talk about some methods you want to start sure yeah um i think the one of the main things that I've heard, and I think it's a pretty common acronym, is RICE. I think it, it, it's kind of for injuries, but also for 
recovery after you're sore or after workout, but it stands for rest, ice, compression, and elevation. Uh, and those are basically, as far as I've always been told, like some of the main like fundamentals of recovery. And so uh, I guess rest, we kind of talked about, you, you don't want to just be sitting around, but at the same time, you're not working your muscles super hard or anything on rest days. But then ice, I think, is a huge one. Ice and just cold in general. Uh, you know, ice baths, cold showers, stuff like that is just so good to um, like help you recover and help your muscles to not be as sore after right. workouts. Yeah. I uh, actually was going to talk about cold showers as a method of recovery. So I'm with you. I, I like cold. And there's a lot of different cold exposures. You can do a cold shower. You can ice, you know, one area like what you're talking about. You could do, I think it's called chiro cry cryotherapy. I hope yeah. I'm saying that right. Yeah. Which I have not done, but I really want to do. And then you can do like ice baths, which I do do once in a while. Um, but the thing I wanted to talk about with that is cold can actually stunt your body's response to exercise and kind of negate some of the benefits you would have gotten. So if you do want to use cold as a recovery option, I always recommend waiting at least one or two hours after your workout before you, you get into any kind of cold. Yeah, that's smart. No, yeah. I, I actually usually only do cold stuff, uh, like when I'm sore, hmm. not so not like immediately after the workout, but uh, maybe the next day when I'm really feeling it, I'll do some cold stuff to try and, and usually I'll actually, uh, people will alternate. So in the shower, you'll do cold for 30 seconds, then like hot for a minute or two. Yeah, yeah, I've heard of that. Just back and forth. Uh, it kind of just helps your blood constrict or your your blood vessels constrict and then open up. And so it, helps with blood flow and so that's what i usually do and i feel like it helps me to recover pretty quick and gets gets me feeling better after i'm really sore after a workout so yeah i, I definitely do the showers as well and something else to note with that is there is a time and a place where you would want to do cold immediately after a workout like for example i grew up playing basketball and in tournaments and stuff you'll you'll play games like back-to-back -back or five games in two days, something like that. So in those situations where you're going to need to be back doing something at a high level quickly, I would say take your cold shower or ice bath immediately when you're done with the first exercise because it will help you bounce back. And I know a lot of professional sports teams do this where they'll have a practice in the morning. After that practice, they all do cryotherapy and then they have a practice again at night. Yeah. And it allows them to practice more at a high level without too much fatigue on the body. But if your goal is to um, like build muscle or just endurance and you're only doing one workout a day, that's when you're not going to – you're going to want to wait. Don't do it right after your, your workout. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. And uh, there are a lot of things that you can do, you know, right – right after your workout oh yeah are better yeah, for, for sure you, though and so you just have to kind of 
pick and choose which things will work best for you based on your situation and the time you have and stuff like that. But uh, like I'll usually after a workout, I'll stretch and um, or, or foam roll right after a workout. I think those two are pretty good for immediately after. Yeah, almost uh, at least everything I think we talked about before we started recording, you're good to do immediately after your workout. It's just the cold that you want to be careful with. Yeah. And stretching, speaking of, and foam rolling. Foam rolling was one I had on my list. Uh, are both great to do before and after a workout. Doing them yeah. before your workout will help you recover more quickly after the workout as well. Yeah, I usually... So for running, uh, I'll do like dynamic stretches. So I'll do like lunges and some deep squats and stuff, just body weight. But uh, it it's insane the difference that you feel when you don't have to warm up as part of your run. Like if I just go on a run from nothing the first mile or so I feel like I'm still loosening up and like my legs just feel stiff but just doing a little bit of the dynamic stretching like that uh, once I start running it's just a million times better from the get-go yeah I experienced that too and I, I just started running a lot in preparation for that race and for me, it's not even like a muscle thing. I'm just, I have a, it's like my heart needs to get going. And yeah. it takes me like a mile for my heart to get going. <laughs> and then once I get to that state, I'm good. Like I can run. I don't have a, have any trouble breathing or whatever. I could just go forever. But it it's rough to begin <laughs> if I don't warm up in some way. Yeah. So it's interesting that the stretching works twofold like that. But I do think... I don't know, maybe I'd like to hear your thoughts on this, but so I generally will do dynamic stretching for warm ups, but then static stretching for like recovery or or after my workout. So like holding it, like touching my toes, pulling my leg back and stretching my calves and stuff like that. Do you think do you do the same or Yeah, I do the same actually. Okay. Do you want to tell people the difference just in case they don't know? Yeah, so uh Dynamic stretching is more like movements. It's not that you're you're not holding the stretch. Uh, so like like I said, lunges or squats or uh, you could do like high knees or skips, uh, stuff like that are all would all be considered dynamic stretches. And then so static stretching is like when you sit on the ground and reach towards your toes and hold it for like thirty seconds or something or you hold your ankle up to your butt and stretch your, your quads for like 30 seconds, 45 seconds. Th that would be considered like a static stretch. Yeah. Yep. I uh, have been doing a stretching routine every day from my friend Solbra. For those right. of you who don't know who he is, you can follow him on Twitter. It's S-O-L-B-R-A-H. He, I don't know if, I actually don't know if the stretching routine is on his twitter he sent it out in an email and it's great I yeah do that he sent that to me yeah it's a good one um but i don't know hit him up on twitter maybe he'll be willing to share it on there if, yeah. if you're looking for something all right so we've covered stretching what else you got another one 
Uh, the foam rolling, like we said. Uh, yeah, foam rolling. So I have some benefits from foam rolling. I think the biggest one you, you get is an increase in the range of motion. It helps you, uh, it just helps with flexibility and the, the amount you can move your joints, which is good after a workout when you're tight. Yeah. Yeah. You get all tight. Kind of loosens up your muscles. Yep. And yeah, that's probably the main reason to do it is just loosening up like, uh, after workouts, I'll usually foam roll my legs. So maybe not after every workout, but after running workouts and like leg days and stuff, I'll foam roll my legs. And it, yeah, it seriously helps me loosen them up. And I mean, it, it's like a massage, even though it it hurts. It's it's pretty rough sometimes, but uh, just kind of loosening up your muscles like that and helping with the blood flow, uh, it really helps to keep your legs on like a good track for recovery and uh it's also good for injury prevention so like shin splints and stuff like that if you from foam roll your calves uh you'll feel a lot better i i will do that before my run sometimes if i've been running too much and i haven't done good recovery and i'm getting shin splints i start foam rolling before my runs and uh i don't have the pain while i'm running so it's a good little tip yeah there was one study where they had participants foam roll for 20 minutes immediately after exercise and uh it they found it significantly delayed muscle soreness so if you get really sore after a workout foam rolling can help with that too yeah that's cool kind of along the same lines is one that I had on my list, which would be a deep tissue massage, which you can do yourself if you get one of those massage guns, which I recently uh, got myself, and it, it's great. Right. You like it? Yeah, you just go over the area that you want to loosen up. Uh, I'll do it before and after my workout. So whatever I'm working out that day, whether it's my chest or legs or whatever it is, I'll, I'll hit that muscle group with the massage gun before my workout kind of like foam rolling and stretching. And then I'll also do it after the workout. And I've noticed a huge difference. It helps a ton. Mm. And if I get like a, I don't know, kink in my muscle or something, some spot that's tight, I can hit that with that massage gun for 30 seconds and it loosens up. So that's fast. (laughs) Yeah. It's awesome. I love it. So that's another option to look into. Yeah, I don't have a massage gun or, and I don't go and get massages. Uh, I am lucky enough to have a wife that gives me massages now and then. Uh, like if I'm feeling tight, she'll give me a massage. But besides that, I don't have a, too much experience with massage for recovery. Although I know there are lots of places that that offer sports massages and stuff like that to, yeah. to help you recover. So. I know it's an option. It also moves the lymphatic fluid around your body, and it's very good for your uh, lymph system. So that has all kinds of benefits from your immune system to recovery to all kinds of things that we could do a whole episode on. But that's another huge benefit of <laughs> massage. Okay, cool. Yeah, well, we'll have to look into that one then. and Yeah, maybe we'll do an episode on it. So I have one left on my list. How many do you have? 
two. Two. Okay, you go. Okay. Um, sleep. I think uh, one of the most important things for recovery is just getting enough sleep at night. I'm so mad at myself right now because I, I cannot stress the importance of sleep enough, and yet I didn't even think of it. <laughs> across my mind <laughs> yeah it I'm is always so telling people yeah. they've got to sleep more and i didn't I'm, I'm so mad i didn't even think of that <laughs> yeah it's it's a an important well and that's the thing it does get overlooked so much because you sleep every day you don't really consider it as something you do for recovery for your muscles uh because you know stretching foam rolling cold showers those are things that you're consciously putting effort into for recovery but you just sleep like it just happens whether you want it to or not so you don't really think about it and correlate the two so i think it makes sense sleep is probably it's got to be close to like one of the number one things you can do for your health overall and it's definitely number one in terms of recovery yeah you should definitely definitely get sleep Yep. At least eight hours. Yeah. And if you're working hard, honestly, you should get more than that. Uh, yeah. I know there are bodybuilders who take naps to get enough sleep. Like if you can't get enough at night, take a nap or two. It doesn't even matter. I just think it's important to get the sleep. You should get eight to nine hours of sleep at night and still take naps. <laughs> That's how important sleep is. Oh, it's, wow. It's so important. I can't stress it enough. Yeah, I saw um, a study, you actually, once you get into deep sleep, you release growth hormone. And so, uh, yeah, just making sure you can get enough sleep to get into a deep sleep state uh, a couple times a night or a few times, uh, it will help so much because it just releases that, that growth hormone and, and helps your, your body recover and build the muscles. In fact, I actually have a book about sleeping. Now, it's mostly about dreaming because I know a lot of people like to dream, but everything in it would help you sleep better. So I'll post a All link right. to that. It's called Enter the Dream Realm. Yeah. I'll post a link to that. But yeah, sleep's important. Get, get more <laughs> sleep. I don't care how much sleep you're getting right now. Get more of it. Yeah. yeah Especially in the winter important. months when you're not getting as much sun. You need more sleep. Yeah, right. If you can't go out and get in the sun, you might as well take advantage of the sleep. Man, we'll have to do a whole episode on sleep. Yeah, that would be a good one. Because there's a lot of things. I I can help you all sleep better, but I don't <laughs> have time right now. So we'll do it on another episode where it's all, all, right. all by itself. Yeah, okay. So then what's your what's your last one? So my last one is the sauna, heat. Now this, unlike cold, you can do right after. So right before we recorded this podcast, I was at the gym and I did half an hour in the sauna after. And it feels so good. I've missed the sauna because it's been closed because of the stupid virus all yeah. year. <laughs> and I, at some point, like in August, I think, they closed it in February or March. And I told my friend... It's never coming back this year. It's done for the year. And then they opened it on December 31st just to make me look like a <laughs> But I'm so, I'm so happy it's back. It feels so good. Yeah. So 
So what's the main benefit of the sauna then? Why? Because you spent you said thirty minutes in there today. Yeah, I was in there for thirty minutes. Um, so it increases circulation. It's really good for the heart. After a workout, your muscles are usually a little bit oxygen depleted, and so right. the increase in circulation carries more oxygen to the muscles, which helps with recovery. It also relaxes the muscles, kind of similar to stretching or foam rolling. Um, a lot of people will stretch and foam roll in the sauna for that reason. It just helps relax them even more. And it also does a lot of the same things that cold exposure does in terms of like testosterone production and growth hormone, that oh. kind of stuff. Wow. So it's good. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like I said, I'll do like the hot showers, but... I don't go to a gym that has a sauna, so uh, I miss out on that one. I did, when I used to go to Vasa, I would go to the sauna whenever I had the chance, but yeah, I haven't been in a sauna in a while. You could also do the steam room. You can also do a hot tub or a really hot shower. It's just the lower the temperatures gets, the longer you have to stay in there, right? So. Oh, yeah, for, for the benefit. And I can't do the, I, the steam room is hot. Like the sauna is, but I can't breathe in there, so <laughs> I go in the <laughs> yeah. sauna. Well, it's like getting water in your lungs. <laughs> I feel like I'm suffocating every time I go in there. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, that's a good one, too. Um, okay, my last one, and I actually thought of one other thing, but my last one that I had was running. And uh, this one might not be one that everyone thinks about, but uh, I always go on a short run, especially after leg days. Uh, just short, slow runs, like a mile, no more than two miles. Uh, but you keep it pretty slow. And it has always, without fail, helped my legs to loosen up and feel a lot mm. better after leg day. I was thinking of walking, so it's kind of similar to that. Yeah. Yeah, just going for a long walk. Yeah, definitely in the same ballpark. Uh, actually, in high school, my cross country coach. So we would do, you know, track workouts and interval workouts and hills and stuff like that. After each of the workouts, he would have us run uh, like a mile and a half as a cool down, and he would actually get upset if we didn't. He would say that if we didn't cool down, we basically wasted the workout. Uh, just because if you don't cool down adequately, you you risk, first of all, getting injury. But second of all, a lot of people, especially when they're new to exercising, if you work out hard one day, you will be so sore the next day that you will skip your workout. And you might be sore the day after that as well. So you might skip your workout. So if you don't cool down and you end up skipping you know four days worth of workouts you've kind of shot yourself in the foot by working out so hard Makes that sense. first day yeah and it's that I, old saying that if you miss if you miss one day you might miss two days and if you miss two days the habit's over right exactly it takes a lot of effort to keep keep going at that point yeah and actually after this that burpee workout we did i was so sore i was like man, what am I going to do? How am I going to work out? I ended up going on a run one day and I think I did 
like some light exercise the next day but yeah i took it pretty easy after <laughs> i still went to the gym so <laughs> i don't know what to tell you man <laughs> <laughs> yeah i guess i should have cooled down or something <laughs> but yeah it's cooling down uh with like a, a run or some kind of light activity like that i think is really helpful in that way especially if you're if you're lifting heavy uh you know putting a ton of stress on your body you want to like ease out of that you don't want to finish your heavy deadlifts and then go get in your car and drive home and sit down and eat your recovery meal and you know like you don't want to go from super heavy to nothing at all that kind of makes me uh, remember the idea that you should just be low level active all day long yeah and for those of you who are unfamiliar with blue zones, there's these blue zones in the world where they're the areas of the world that have the most people who live to be over a hundred. So they're like studied because all, you know, in theory, at least people are really healthy there because they're living a long time. Yeah. And the one thing that they all, well, there's a couple of things they have in common, but one of the big things they all have in common is that none of them do like hard workouts. They don't really go to the gym. Or, uh, you know, definitely not any kind of CrossFit stuff or long runs, but they all, they're all active all day long. They walk everywhere. They ride their bikes places. They're gardening. They're just always doing something active. So there's a, there's a big, you said like, don't go home and just sit, you know, there's a big, there's a lot of evidence for you to keep, you know, just stand. I mean, you can stand while you eat. It's kind of weird, but you could. Or get a standing desk during the day. I know Ben Greenfield talks about how he, every hour, will do some kettlebell swings, just like 10 or 15 of them, but it just keeps you active throughout the day. And that's going to help a ton with recovery as well. Yeah, just, that that's perfect. Just having some kind of activity basically all day. Like, yeah, it's okay if you sit down and stuff. It's okay to not be exercising 100% of the time, but just being able to do some activity frequently throughout your day, uh, yeah, it just keeps you healthy, keeps you fit, and uh, yeah, it'll help you in a lot of different areas. And in that same vein, just walk. Walk a lot. It's so good for you. Yeah, it definitely is. Um, so uh, do you have like a specific food or meal you eat after you work out or what do you think about like nutrition um no <laughs> so recently oh. i've recently i have started I, I have this mix that's like protein and electrolytes and uh, l-glutamine creatine there's a bunch of stuff in it and i'll, I'll actually drink that while i'm working out just take a sip of it in between okay. sets and that's been my my favorite nutrition workout hack I've done. It's great. Oh, wow. You feel so much better during your workout. I don't know how it would work with a run, honestly. I don't do it when I'm running. Right. But if I'm at like the gym, that is what I'm doing. And I love it. But in terms of just nutrition before and after a workout, I mean, there's so many different like schools of thought as to what works and what doesn't. Yeah. That I I don't know. I never know what to do. So I'll, I'll <laughs> usually have protein after. 
this was before I started drinking it during the workout. Um, I would just have protein after a workout, and that that was about it. Okay. Yeah, I. That's basically where I'm at right now. Is once I finish my workout, I just have to get some protein, and I don't really think about anything else. I know a lot of people will tell you you should get a good mix of protein and carbohydrates to give you some energy as well as the uh, the help with like recovery and and muscle building. But and I'll usually have carbohydrates just because. I'll throw them in with whatever I'm eating. But yeah, my focus is usually protein right now. Yeah, and I think the window for the protein being effective after a workout is like 15 minutes or something. Yeah. It's pretty small. So you want to yeah. get it in quick. Yep, I try and... But see, then again, shake... I've also heard it's like two hours. So this is what I mean. <laughs> like it's all over the place. Yeah. It, I, the workout nutrition stuff is all over the place. So do whatever feels best for you. Yeah. Whatever feels good and gets you results, just do that. <laughs> yeah, I was always told it was like 30 minutes, but I'll usually try and just have a shake ready uh, for when I finish. Like it'll be at home waiting for me. But yeah, I mean, really, whatever works for you, especially where people are so different. Like the advice is all over the place, but where people are so different, you've got to experiment and figure out what works for you. Yeah, and I will say too, if you're eating healthy throughout the rest of the day, it's not going to matter that much. Yeah. That's more important than whatever you do right around your workout. Yeah. that's. I mean, if you go home and have a really good meal, but then in an hour you're eating a box of donuts and for breakfast you had cocoa puffs and, uh, you know, if you're eating garbage the rest of the day, then yeah. Right. It doesn't matter. Yep. Eat healthy. That's it. Nothing else will matter. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, do you keep track of your heart rate? No. <laughs> no? Never? You never check your heart rate? No. Okay. Uh, the only time uh, I've ever checked it is if I'm doing sprint intervals on a treadmill. And that's mostly just because I'm like dead at the end and leaning forward and grabbing those bars. <laughs> it reads <laughs> those them for bars you? read them. So, <laughs> I'll see them then. Inadvertently, you just... Oh no, <laughs> my heart rate. <laughs> yeah, I don't have any of the like watches or anything, so I'm not. I don't have any way to track it really. Okay, yeah. Uh, I'm not like opposed to it. I just there is a whole. I mean, you can get into a whole thing with that with like the. I think they're called whoop bands. Whoop. Yeah, yeah, I've seen. Or those. the rings. Um, do you know what the rings are called? Have you seen them? I haven't seen the rings. And let me look. It's called aura. An aura ring. Huh. It's pretty similar to the whoop thing, except it's a ring you wear. Yeah. Uh, and they're like constantly monitoring your your heart rate and variable rate. And those, like I'd be interested in having one because they'll, they'll tell you like you need to have a day of recovery today yeah, based yeah. on the information they're getting. So yeah, I've got, so I've just got a running watch. Uh, but it does do my heart rate, and I know there are some that do. They do that same thing. They're, they'll say based on this activity, we think you should recover for this long. And uh, like mine will tell me, I don't know how it gets the metrics, but it'll tell me like stress metrics of how stressed I am at any given time. And then it also has this feature called body battery, where it tells me like how 
and I'm doing quotations like recharged I am hmm. and how much energy I've used. Yeah. But but yeah, the main one I use is the heart rate. Uh I think keeping track of your heart rate can be important. Mainly uh for me cuz I don't do heart rate training, but just keeping track of your resting heart rate is a good indicator of whether or not you're rested and recovered cuz it'll spike if you're not. Makes sense. I I'm definitely interested in getting one of those. Yeah. But I haven't yet. So <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> maybe I'm not yeah, as interested I'll... as I thought I was. <laughs> <laughs> maybe not. I'd check my resting heart rate every day, but I don't usually pay attention to my just throughout the day. But like if I if I notice that it's 5 or 10 points up on a given morning, then then yeah, I'll, I'll usually take that day pretty easy. Yeah, that makes sense. The aura rings are cool too because it's just a ring, so it's like you don't even notice it, and they also track all of your sleep stuff and sleep cycles. Right. Yeah, that sounds pretty. So easy. They're pretty sweet. That's I'm a nice. big fan of those, even though I don't have one. <laughs> if someone's listening and they want to buy me an aura ring, <laughs> hit me up on Twitter. And let me know. Yeah, that'd be nice. <laughs> we could try them out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, just for the sake of science. <laughs> we'll we'll experiment with them and see how they go. Oh yeah. Um so yeah, I mean recovery is super important to making improvements. You can't just do all your work in the gym or on the track or whatever you're doing. You've got to recover. It's important. It is. Amen. <laughs> I'm not so, going to say the, the joke everybody's saying about that right now. You yeah. know what I'm talking about? Yep, yep. I hate everywhere. it. I hate all those <laughs> jokes. There are some funny ones. No, they're all stupid and lame. <laughs> they're all so cheesy and dumb. <laughs> you should just ignore these these people mm. who are trying to change our language. <laughs> that's true. <sighs> Anyways, Especially because they don't understand it. But, that's, a whole yeah. other, that's a whole other rabbit hole. Yep. Hey, we've got a few topics for future episodes now, though. It's true, so. yeah. Yeah, we do. <laughs> so, go recover. Be uh, be smart about your recovery so that your workouts are actually effective. And I'm going to go for a walk now. That's smart. So, I'm going to do a little recovery myself. Yeah, that's a good idea. I actually went on a run after my workout today, so I think I'm good. <laughs> okay that's cool i guess <laughs> you don't want to commit to doing something that's fine <laughs> maybe i'll go walk. <laughs> I'm, I'm just kidding man all right well thanks for joining us yeah uh you can find me on twitter at ch hardman h-a-r-d-m-a-n micah uh yeah i'm at running micah so micah's got something in the works too i'm i won't talk about it until he wants to but something something good's coming Oh, I can I can tell. Yeah. Go for it. Uh I am I just started writing a book. So uh as of right now it's probably just gonna be an ebook and I don't know how long it'll be, but it's gonna be about running. Uh I think the focus is on how you can learn to enjoy running and then uh, I've got some stuff that I'm putting in there to help you to be able to plan uh like some good running sessions and different types of running 
so that you can cater it to the type of workouts that you like. So if you are more of a lifter, uh, you can still run and you can do some of these things. But uh, it might be a little while. I just started, but yeah, keep, watch out for it. I'll, I'll be having that up soon. It'll be good. Micah coached running, right? He did some coaching. Yep. He helps run some local running groups here. So he's he's really into it. So yep. He knows what he's talking about. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm real excited for it. So Sweet. I look forward to it. All right. Thanks, everybody. Yeah, thanks for listening. We'll see Bye. Wow, 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 wow,